0: Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Kunja Vihari Jaya Radha Madhava Jaya Radha, Madhava, Jaya Kunja. Giddy Vada Dhari Gopi Jana Bhai Labha Giddy Vada The and Jaya jhanar, ranjana, Ranjaya, Brajjajana, Ranjana, Yashoranandana Jaya Vrajajana Ranjanam Jaya Vrajajana Ranjanam kari jaye kunja yamunati ravana chari jai Just behind Jaya Radha Ma. Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Pariraja Gattariya Shota Shota Shishyamad His Divine Grace Shilesi Bhakti Ranta Swamimara Shila Prabhupada Jayam Vishnupad Paramahamsa Pariraja Gattariya Shota Shota Shishyamad His Divine Grace Shila Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Goswami Raja Shila Prabhupada Ki Shri Chaitanya Chaitanya Ritaki Gaurapremanande all glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Shri Guru and Guranga All glories to Shri La Jaya jaya Shri Tanya Jaya Nityananda Jaya jaya shri-shetanya jaya nityananda Jaya dveta chandra jaya gaur bhakta vinda Jaya dveta chandra jaya gaur bhakta vinda So we're continuing our reading from the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. We are on Madhyalila chapter 20, beginning with text 161. Paramatma yeno te no krishner eka Amar atma krishna sarva atam avatams. The Paramatma. The super-soul feature is the plenary portion of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the original soul of all living entities. Krishna is the source of the Paramatma. Krishna mena twam atmanam akilatmanam jagatitaya sopatra Dehi Vabhatimaya Quote, you should know Krishna to be the original soul of all atmas. For the benefit of the whole universe he has out of his of mercy appeared as an ordinary human being. He has done this by the strength of his own internal potency. This is a quotation from Srimad Bhagavatam 10.14.55 Prakshit Maharaj asked Shukadev Goswami why Krishna was so beloved by the residents of Vrindavan who loved him even more than their own offspring or life itself At that time Shukadev Goswami replied that everyone's atma or soul is very very dear especially to all living entities who have accepted material bodies. But that atma, the spirit soul, is part and parcel of Krishna. For this reason, Krishna is very dear to every living entity. And everybody's body is very dear to oneself and everyone. And one wants to protect the body by all means, because within the body the soul is living. Due to the intimate relationship between the soul and the body, the body is important and dear to everyone. Similarly, the soul, being part and parcel of Krishna, the Supreme Lord, is very, very dear to all living entities. Unfortunately, the soul forgets his constitutional position and he thinks he's only the body, the hat Thus the soul is subjected to the rules and regulations of material nature. When a living entity by his intelligence reawakens his attraction for Krishna, he can understand that he is not the body but part and parcel of Krishna. Thus filled with knowledge, he no longer labors under the attachment to the body and everything related to the body. Material existence wherein one thinks, I am the body, and this belongs to me, is all illusory. One must re- redirect his attraction to Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam 127 states, Vasudeve Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Paryojitaha Janas yatu asyut rairagyam Jnanam ahaitukam by rendering devotional service unto the personality of God and Sri Krishna, one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from this world. So this last verse that is quoted in the purport is significant. So to practice uh, Jnana Yoga, you have to come to the platform of having some Jnana, some spiritual knowledge. There is a particular um, adhikar or qualification you must achieve to begin your spiritual practice on that level. Just like if you want to uh, go to college, you have to have you know, graduated high school, or have some kind of GED degree, otherwise you can't enter into the college. So there's some qualification that is needed. And then, by the practice of Karma Yoga, the person develops Jnana, spiritual knowledge. It is a, the byproduct of practicing it properly. Then they develop some knowledge, um, and then they can move over to the platform of Jnana Yoga. But interesting thing is that Bhakti is above the level of college. So Jnana Yoga is college and say karma yoga is the high school, bhakti yoga is above. But the interesting thing is that you do not need those qualifications to practice bhakti. To enter the college, enter into the jnana yoga, you have to have some jnana already. And have some detachment as well, variragya. Otherwise you can't, practice that spiritual system. You have to start on a lower platform of karma yoga. And then you can even start even lower, karmakanda, which is just fruitive or also known as sakama karma yoga and nishkama karma yoga. So each one has their particular qualification. And then bhakti, which is above doesn't need that qualification. So even if you don't have the GED, even if you don't have the high school diploma, you can go to the doctorate level and go to the you know, doctorate program in the university or the, high, the, the the elevated level of the practice of bhakti. Why? Vasudevi Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojita. Jana yati ashubhairagyam jnanam cha yad ahaitukam that the result of bhakti is that automatically it, it is accompanied with spiritual knowledge and detachment. It comes as a byproduct even if you do not have those things. So a person can begin the practice. Just go on the elevator, they don't need to go on all the stairs up the you know, Empire State Building. Just take the elevator, Bhakti. So Krishna describes this in chapter ten of Bhagavad Gita ten ten it is Tesham Satata Yuktanam Bhajatam purvakam Dadhami bhudi Yogam Tham Yenamam So what does this mean? Takurji, in the back. What does that mean? Come, come, listen. This is listening time. Come, come. Oh, okay. So, Tesham means for all those, Satatam Yuktanam, who are always engaged. Bhajatam. In worship, with priti with loving feelings. The dhāmi, like in Spanish you have the word dhar. The dhāmi, I give bhūdi, knowledge. Yenamam upayantite, by which they can come back to me. And he explains how this takes place. (inaudible) Tesham evinukampartam aham so with the light of knowledge situated in the heart I destroy Nashta, I destroy the darkness of ignorance with the shining lamp of knowledge so that is the power of spiritual knowledge is that it destroys ignorance if you had all the lights off you light one candle the the darkness cannot put out the light of that candle it just immediately dissipates. So as soon as there is some spiritual knowledge, and Krishna says, I give that spiritual knowledge to someone who comes to the pa- platform of bhakti. I reciprocate by giving that person uh, spiritual knowledge. kimgyatena tavarjuna idam well, what need is there for all this detailed knowledge? With a single fragment of myself, I pervade and support this entire universe. Purport. This is a quotation of the Bhagavad Gita 10.42. So this is in relation to how the Lord is the super soul of the universe, of the living entities, and their aggregate of material energy. Three different paramatmas are super souls. Only by devotional activity can one understand the transcendental form of the Lord, which is perfect in all respects. Although his form is one, he can expand his form into limited numbers by his supreme will. Swayam Rupa, Tad Ekatma Rupa, Avesha Rupa, Rahe The Supreme Personality of Godhead exists in three principal forms. Swayam Tad Ekatma and Avesha rupa. Purport. Srila Rupa Goswami has described the Swayam Rupa in his Lagu Bhagavatamrita. Purvakanla, verse 12. Anaya Pekshi Yad Rupam Swayam Rupa Sa uchite. The form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that does not depend on, on other forms is called Swayam Rupa, the original form. So what is this Swayam Rupa? What did we what did we just read? Okay, we'll read again. Quote The form of the supreme personality of Godhead that does not depend on other forms is called the Swayam Rupa or the original form. So what is the Swayam Rupa? And how is it defined? Yes. This form is also described in Srimad Bhagavatam Krishna stu Bhagavan Swayam. So we discussed this last week, the significance of this verse Ete Chamsa Sakala Pumsa Krishna stu Bhagavan Swayam. There are many different uh, incarnations which expand from the Purushas, but Krishna is Swayam, he is the original. Supreme Personality of Godhead. And here that definition, swayam, is given further clarification. It does not depend on other forms. So the Purushas themselves, whom all the incarnations come from, they also come from somebody. They come from the form of Krishna. But Krishna does not have a form that he comes from. He is the original. Krishna is the original personality, supreme form of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That Krishna's form as a cowherd boy in Radhavan is the original form of the personality of Godhead. Swayam Rupa is confirmed in the Brahma Samhita. Ishvara Parama Krishna Satchit Ananda Vigraha Anadir Adir Govinda Sarvakarnakarnam. There's nothing superior to Govinda. He is the ultimate source and cause of all causes. This is confirmed in Bhagavad Gita 7.7 7, where the Lord says, Mata yet There is no, no truth superior to me. The Tad Ekatmarupa forms are also described in the Lagu Bhagavatamrita Purvakanda verse 14. rupa Tad sa Sarupena Virajate Akrityabhir anadrik Ekatma Kaha. The Tad Ekatma Rupa forms exist simultaneously with the Swayam Rupa and are non different. At the same time their bodily features and specific activities appear different. So what is the definition of the Tad Ekatma Rupa? Okay, we'll read it again. The Tad Ekatma Rupa forms exist simultaneously with the Swayam Rupa form and are non different. At the same time, their bodily features and specific specific activities appear to be different. So can someone say, what are the Tad-Ikatma-Rupa forms? So they exist simultaneously as original form, but their appearance and activities are, are different. Can you think of an example of that? Does uh Narayan look the same as Sri Krishna? Uh, he has four arms is he has no flute, no bugle, you know. He has crown. So activity is different. He's mostly taking a nap. Krishna is playing tag. So form and, and activities are different. The te- tad ekatma forms are divided into two categories, swamsha and vilas. I don't think we're gonna, it covers that in its purport here though. The avesha forms are explained in the Laghu Bhagavatamrita, Purva 8, 18. Jnana Shakti Adi Kalaya Yatra Vishtho Jhanardhanaha Ta Avesha Nigadyante Jiva E Mahatma 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 Quote, a living entity who is specifically empowered by the Lord. So there's a Jiva with knowledge or strength is technically called avesharupa so what is avesha avesharupa powered with what or an or help him out uh-huh. It says a living entity who is specifically empowered by the Lord with knowledge or strength is technically called Avesha Rupa. As stated in the Chaitanya Charitamrita Antilila 711, Krishna Shakti Vinaya Nahe Tara Parvartana Unless a devotee is specifically empowered by the Lord, he cannot preach the holy name of the Lord all over the world. This is an explanation of the word Avesha Rupa. So who was able to preach the holy name of the Lord all over the world? Yeah, so he is Avesha Rupa. He is specifically empowered by the Lord. So what was the first form? It was called Swayam Rupa. What's the definition there? Swayamrupa? Original form, not dependent on others. So what was the original, what is the first one? Well, Swayam Rupa, what is the definition? Yeah. Not dependent on others. Okay, and what's the original form? Swayam Rupa? Original form, not dependent on others. Okay. And then Tad ekatmarupa marupa? was the definition? It exists simultaneously. Body and activities are different. What is Tad ekat marupa? Exists simultaneously as original form, but the bodily features are different in activity. What is the Tat ikatma Rupa? Okay. In features and activities. And what is an example of that? Narayana. Okay? Swayam Rupa Swayam Prakash Dvi Rupa Spurti Swayam Rupa Eka Krishna Braje pramurti. The original form of the Lord, Swayam Rupa is exhibited into two forms Swayam Rupa and Swayam Prakash so Now we're going to the first topic and it's being divided into two His original form is Swayam Rupa Krishna is observed as a cowherd boy in Vrindavan. In his original form, Krishna manifests himself in two features, Prabhav and Vaibhav. Most of this is discussed in Nectar Devotion in more detail. He expands his original form into many, as he did during the Rasa Leela dance. When the Lord married 16,108 wives at Dwarka, he expanded himself into many forms. These expansions and the expansions at the rasa dance are called prabhav Prakash according to the directions of the revealed scriptures. prale se vahunai haile Nara hai. The prakash expansions of Lord Krishna are not like the expansions of the sage Shabari. Had they been so, Narada would not have been so been astonished to see them. Titram Ekena Babusha Yuga pat Grehesu Shastra it's astounding that Lord Krishna, who was one without a second, expanded in his 16,000 similar forms to marry 16,000 queens in their respective homes. This is a verse spoken by Narada in the Srimad Bhagavatam 1069 to seva Sekrite se prakashe if one form or feature is differently manifested according to different emotional features it is called vaibhav prakash also the uh, Nārada muni he was not only astonished but he was also thought it was quite humorous and one of the forms of the Lord. So when Narada went to Dwarka, he he observed Krishna was performing completely different activities in his 16,108 forms, in that 16,108 palaces uh, accompanied by his 16,108 different queens. He was performing different activities in each one. And so one of the activities of a kshatriya is to spy on the citizens to go in disguise and to see what is the state of society. What are they saying? What is happening? What is going on within the general society? So Krishna was in disguise. Narada saw him. And he thought this was quite funny because he's already there in everyone's heart. He doesn't need to like put a disguise on it. and <laughs> This is really funny, I would have thought. So now they're talking about Vaibhav Prakash. When one form or feature is differently manifested according to different emotional features. Ananta prakash Krishna Ranahi Murtabeda akarvana astra mabidena vibedha when the lord expands into innumerable forms there's no difference in the forms but due to different features bodily colors and weapons the names are different adeshas <laughs> anechah sanskrita mahatmano bhidna na netene In different Vedic literatures, there are prescribed rules and regulations for worshipping the different types of forms. When one is purified by these rules and regulations, he worships you, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Although manifested in many forms, you are one. This is a verse... Quoted from the Srimad Bhagavatam ten forty-seven. In the Vedas it is stated that one bec- that the one becomes many. eko Bahu Sha. Syam. The Supreme Personality of God expands himself in various forms Vishnu Tattva, Jiva Tattva, Shakti Tattva. According to the Vedic literatures, there are different regulative principles for the worship of each of these forms. If one takes advantage of the Vedic literatures and purifies himself by following the rules and regulations, ultimately he worships the supreme personality of Godhead, Krishna. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, 4:11, mama vartmana vartman anuvartante Worship of the demigods is, in a sense, the worship of the supreme personality of Godhead. But such worship is said to be avidhi purvakam, improper. Actually, demigod worship is meant for unintelligent men. One who is intelligent considers the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. One who worships the demigods worships the Supreme Lord indirectly. But according to the revealed scriptures, there's no need to worship him indirectly. One can worship him. Directly. So he says, this vartma, all the vartmas that are prescribed in the Vedas, they ultimately are my path. They lead to me. Like, for example, a person, say someone is living 6,000 years ago in the Vedic culture, and they hear from the brahmana, you do this uh, yagya, you do this puja, then the rain will come. And say, okay, let me try that out. The guy, he said, "So let me try it out." He does the yajna, he does the puja, and then the rain came. Said, Whoa, this, this, this Brahman, the Sastra has something must be there. The person could have been atheist, but because they had some, some, they gave some attention to the the, the Brahmanas, the Sastras, the Rishis, they saw. Oh, well, there's a result there. So they pay more attention. They put some more uh, of their ears to, to hear what the brahmanas, the sastras, the rishis have to say. And they hear, wait a minute, instead of just getting something nice in this life, I could become uh, Gandharva, my next life. Charna, I could become Indra. So their materialistic program has grown bigger. But as a result, there's some concept, oh, next life. A difference between the self and the body. There's some spiritual knowledge that is there. So the same person, because they've developed shadha, they develop some faith, hearing from the scriptures, then they also, if they hear enough, if they hear long enough, they'll hear, wait, wait a minute, even Indra, He's the king of all the demigods. Even he has so much troubles. So then they may become, by the process of hearing with faith, they may become little detached, or more and more detached from the material pursuits. And so they move out of the phase of kanda, And they move into the phase of kanda. Then they, then they hear literatures like the Upanishads, which completely reject materialistic pursuits and are all about salvation, moksha, liberation, getting free from the problems of this world. As Krishna says, a Brahma Bhuvana Loka. from the highest planet of Brahma down to the lowest. All are places of repeated birth and death. And the wise one is... Uh, uh, Janmar Mittu Jarabhyaadi, Dukkha Anadarshanam, who sees the faults of death, disease, old age, and then rebirth again. But if he hears more, with faith and interest from the Brahmanas, from the Vaishnavas, from the Sastra, then he may hear that there is something greater than liberation. That is, reconnecting with Bhagavan. So in this way, they come gradually. So Krishna says, Mama Vartmanu, everyone is following my path. These are all my paths. One is indirectly, avidhi purvakam. Vidhi is like the rules. Avidhi. It's not really, it's improper. They're not worshipping me directly if they worship the devas. But it is my path to elevate them. Because this way, they at least accept something greater than themselves. Mm-hmm. Vaibhav Prakasha Krishna Nera Shri Balaram Bharnamatne Bheda Sab Krishna Saman. The first manifestation of Vaibhav feature of Krishna is Shri balaram Ji. Shri Balaram and Krishna have different bodily colors, but otherwise Sri Balaram is equal to Krishna in all respects. To understand the difference between Swayam Rupa, Tad Avesha, Prabhav and Vaibhav, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur has given the following description. In the beginning, Krishna has three bodily features. Swayam Rupa, as a cowherd boy in Vrindavan. Two, Tad Ekatma Rupa, which is divided into Swamshaka and Vilas. And three, Avesha Rupa. The Swamshaka, are expansion of the personal potency, are one, Karana Dakshaya Vishnu, Garba Dakshaya Vishnu, and Shiro Dakshaya. And two, incarnations such as the fish, tortoise, boar, and nirsaṅha. The Vilasrupa rupa has a prabhav division, including vasudev, sankarshan, pradunga, and Adiruda. There is also a vaibhāva division, in which there are 24 forms, including the second vasudev, Sankarshan, Paduma and Aniruddha. For each of these, there are three forms. This is something that you have to see on a chart. <laughs> there are twelve. For each of these, there are three forms. Therefore, there are twelve forms altogether. These twelve forms constitute the predominant names for the twelve months of the year as well as the twelve tilak marks on the body. Each of the four personalities of Godhead expands to two other forms, thus there are eight, eight forms, such as Purushottama, achyuta The four forms, Vasudev, etc., the twelve, Keshava, etc., and the eight, Purushottama, etc., all together constitute twenty-four forms, the forms are differently named according to the placement of the weapons they hold in their four hands. Vaibab Prakash Deviki Tanuja kabu kabu hoy An example of Vaibab Prakash is the son of Devaki. He sometimes has two hands and sometimes four. When Krishna took his birth, purport, when he took his birth, he appeared outside the womb as four-handed Vishnu. Then Devaki and Vasudeva offered their prayers to him and asked him to assume his two-handed form. The Lord immediately assumed his two-handed form and ordered that he be transferred to Gokula on the other side of the river Yamuna. Yekale vai baba prakash. Prabhava Prakash. When the Lord is two-handed, He is called Vaipa Prakash. And when he's four-handed, he is called Prabhava Prakash. So I am Rupa Gopa Gopa Abhiman Vasudeva Chatriveshe Ami In his original form, the Lord is dressed like a cowherd boy and thinks himself one. When he appears as Vasudev, the son of Vasudev and Devaki, his dress and consciousness are those of a Kshatriya, a warrior. Aishwarya Vai Vrajananda Aidika Ulas One compares the beauty, opulence, sweetness, intelligence of Vasudev, the warrior, to Krishna, the cowherd boy, the son of Nanamaraj. One sees that Krishna's attributes or more pleasant. Indeed, Vasudeva is agitated just to see the sweetness of Govinda. And a transcendental greed awakens in him to enjoy that sweetness. And there's a long verse here from the Lilitha Madhava Ruskipa Sanskrit. My dear friend, this dramatic actor appears like a second form of my own self. Like a pitcher, he displays my pastimes as a cowherd boy, overflowing with wonderful, attractive sweetness and fragrance, which are so dear to the damsels of Raj. When I see such a display, my heart becomes greatly excited. I long to, for such pastimes and I desire a form exactly like the, that of the damsels of Raj. One instance, instance of Vasudev's attraction to Krishna occurred when Vasudeva saw the Gandharva dance at Mathura. Another instance occurred in Dwarka when Vasudeva was surprised to see a picture of Krishna. And here's another long verse. Who manifests in an abundance of sweetness greater than mine, which has never been experienced before, and which causes wonder to all. Alas, I myself... My mind bewildered by seeing this beauty and Petra's desire to enjoy it like Srimati Radharani is the verse spoken by Vasudev in Dwarka Is also recorded by Sri Rupa Goswami as Lalita Madhava. What do you say? Okay, i will skipped the uh, Sanskrit because it's like we haven't, it's kind of, we haven't finished a thought. We've got to the next page, but we haven't really finished the thought. So, when that body is a little differently manifested, its features are a little differently different in transcendental motion and form. It is called tad ekatma. In the tad ekatma rupa, there are pastime expansions vilas and personal expansion swamsha. Consequently, there are two divisions. According to pastime and personal expansion, there are various differences purport. The Lord's vilas expansions are described in the following verse from the Laghu Bhagavatamrita. Saurupam Where sa When the Lord displays numerous forms with different features by his inconceivable potency, such forms are called vilas vigrahas. The Lord's Swamsa expansions are also described in Laghu Bhagavatamrita. When the form of Krishna is non-different from his original form but is less important and exhibits less potency, it is called Swamsha. Examples of Swamsha forms can be found in the quadruple Forms of the Lord residing in their respective places, beginning with Sankarshan, Praduma, uh, Vasudev Perduma and Aniruddha. And also in the Prusha avatars, Lila avatars, Manva avatars, and the Yuga avatars. Again, the Vilas forms are digra- d- divided into two-fold categories, Prabhav and Vaibhav. Again, the pastimes of these forms are of unlimited variety. The chief quadruple expansion are named Vasudev, Shankarshan, Purdue and Aniruda, they are called Prabhavilas. Balaram, who has this, the same original form as Krishna, is himself a cowherd boy in Vrindavan. He also considers himself a member of the Shatir race in Dwarka, thus his color and dress are different, and he is called a pastime form of Krishna. Vilas. Sri Balam is Vaibhav Prakash manifestation of Krishna. He is manifested in the original quadruple expansions of Vasudeva, Sankarshan, Pradhova, and Aniruddha. These are Prabhav vilas expansions with different emotions. The first expansion of the Chaturviha, quadruple forms, is unique. There is nothing to compare them with, uh, nothing to compare it with them. These quadruple forms are the source of unlimited quadruple forms. These four Prabhav pastime forms of the Lord, of Lord Krishna reside eternally in Dwarka and Mathura. From the original quadruple expansions, 24 forms are manifested. They differ according to the placement of the weapons in their four hands. They're called Vaiva Vilas. Lord Krishna again expands within the Paravyoma. The spiritual sky is situated in fullness as the four handed Narayan accompanied by expansions of the original quadruple form. Purport At the top of the Paravyoma the spiritual sky there is Goloka Vrindavan which is divided into three parts. Two parts called Mathura and Dwarka are the residence of Krishna in his Prabhav Vilas forms. Balaram Krishna's Vaibab Prakash form is eternally situated in Gokula. From the quadruple Prabhav vilas 24 forms of vaibhava-vilas are expanded. Each has four hands holding weapons in different positions. The topmost planet, the spiritual sky, is goloka and below that planet is the spiritual sky itself. In that spiritual sky, Krishna himself is four-handed and is situated as Narayan. Verse 193. Thus, the original quadruple forms mani- again manifest themselves in a second set of quadruple expansions. The residents of these quadruple expansions cover the four directions. Again, these quadruple forms expand three times, beginning with keshava That is the fulfillment of the pastime forms. Out of the Chaturvyuha, there are three expansions of each and every form, and they are named differently according to the position of the weapons. The of expansions are Keshava, Narayan, and Madhva. The expansions of Sankarshan are Govinda, Vishnu, and Madhusudana. This Govinda is different from the original Govinda He is not the son of Nanda. The expansions of Praduma are Trivikrama, Vamana, and Shidara. The expansions of Aniruddha are Hishikesha, Padmanabha, and Namadara. These twelve are the predominant deities of the twelve months. Keshava is a predominant deity of agra and Ayan is the predominant deity of Pausha. The predominant deity of the month of Magha is Madhava. The predominant deity of the month of Pauguna is Govinda. Vishnu is the predominant deity of Chaitra, and Madhusudana is the predominant deity of Vaishaka. In the month of Jai- Jaisya, the predominant deity is Chivikrama. In Ashadda, the deity is Vamana. In Shravana, the deity is Sridhar. In Bhadra, the deity is Srisikesha. In the month of Ashvina, the predominant deity is Padmanabha. In Kartik is Damodar. This Damodar is different from Radha Damodar, the son of Nanamaraj in Vrindavan. I'm sure you're remembering all this stuff. Every single little detail. (laughs) And then it just ends saying, when we put the 12 tilak marks on the place, 12 places the body, one has to chant the mantra consisting of the twelve Vishnu names. After daily worship, one anoints the different parts of the body with water. These names should be chanted as one touches parts, each part of the body. Okay, So we'll stop here. We'll beginning next week on verse 202. Hare Krishna. Om Tat Sat. Thanks a lot. Hare Krishna.